Hey everyone, good evening. This is Pastor Pete, and welcome to today's Kids Sunday School Online. Now I'm doing this a little bit different because this week's lesson uh, happened actually at night, and so I decided to come out to my, the back of my porch, start a little bit of a fire out here, um, and talk to you a little bit about what this week's story was all about. So far in the last couple weeks, we've been studying about Jesus and his life and ministry. We've seen Jesus' baptism. We have seen uh, John point to Jesus as the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. We saw Jesus choose his disciples. We saw Jesus start his miracles and his ministry. And then we also saw him last week at Nazareth get chased out of his own hometown. This week, we're going to be talking about how Jesus uh, was teaching people and some of the times when he wasn't teaching in a large group. He was with his disciples, or maybe he was uh, by himself. And sometimes he met with people one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, today's story is about a man named Nicodemus. He comes to Jesus at night. Now, Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He was a ruler of the Jews. Uh, that is, he was one of the religious leaders who taught people about God's law. And he was a member of what's called the Sanhedrin. That is the Jewish governing body over the land of Israel at the time. See, the Romans ruled, but yet the Jews were able to kind of rule themselves. They were what we call self-autonomous, uh, but yet they still had to answer to Rome. So uh, Nicodemus, he studied and taught God's law, and he tried very hard to obey God's law as well uh, as a teacher of the law. He believed that if a person was a law-abiding Jew, that he'd be accepted by God. And Jesus gave Nicodemus a lesson that would really turn his belief system completely on its head. See, Jesus was a carpenter, and the religious teachers didn't really think much about Jesus early on. They were kind of curious about this guy, and how could a carpenter know so much and teach so well? But Nicodemus and the religious leaders had seen Jesus' miracles and signs in Jerusalem, and now, now they were really curious. So Nicodemus went to Jesus at night so that no one would know that it was him. We read it in John chapter 3, verses 1 through 21, which says this, Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs uh, that you do unless God is with him. Now Nicodemus had that right. Jesus was from God. In fact, Jesus was God. Nicodemus was just missing a few things. He didn't quite understand the full picture. So he continues on, and Jesus said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now, Nicodemus was wondering, how could you be born again? He thought keeping all of God's laws meant that you could get into heaven. Besides, what Jesus was saying wasn't making any sense to him. Jesus answered him and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. When a baby is born, he gets physical life from his parents, right? Physical life doesn't last forever. Unfortunately, we die. But the Spirit gives people a better kind of life, a spiritual life, so that they can live forever with God. 
And so that's what Jesus meant by you must be born by water and the Spirit. Not only did you need a natural birth, you needed a spiritual birth in order to be with God forever. Well, Nicodemus had some questions. So he said, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, You are a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak what we know, and we bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things, and you do not receive do not believe me, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who has descended from heaven, that is, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. See, Jesus told Nicodemus that as a teacher he should have understood that spiritual life is needed to be saved, that life um, the physical life wasn't just enough and following the law wasn't just enough. Jesus told him through an Old Testament story about how the serpents had bit the Israelites in the wilderness and, and uh, Moses crafted a bronze snake and anyone who looked at that snake would be saved. Well, it's going to be very similar to the Son of Man. And that's what Jesus was making clear. Jesus told him that it was through the Son of Man or the Son of God that one could find eternal life. Jesus told Nicodemus about God's great plan. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the Son of the only God. See, Nicodemus needed new life. He needed eternal life, but he could not do anything to earn it. Eternal life is a gift that only comes from God and through God's Son. God showed his love in this way when he sent his Son to earth to save the world from its sin and to die on the cross for that payment. Everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. Nicodemus struggled with that. He didn't really understand the difference between the physical life and the spiritual life. And we often sh struggle to understand the difference as well. We can, see sm we can see, smell, taste, touch, hear all the different parts of our, our physical lives. And it's easy to think that the world that we can observe is all that there is. But Jesus explained that there is more to this life than just what we can see or interact with. And we need to be born spiritually into Jesus' family. The reason Jesus described salvation in this way had to do with what happened to us when we put our faith in Him. See, our old sinful life dies and we receive new hearts from God. It's these new hearts that love God and want to obey Him. In fact, it becomes, we become entirely new people. The old is gone, the new has come. The Bible says that, uh, that the new life cannot be taken away. So Jesus taught that we must be born again. God wants us to believe in the gospel so that we can have a personal relationship with Him forever. So today, I want to encourage you to take some time and pray about this. Have you been born again? Have you trusted in God's free gift of salvation? Have you trusted in Jesus Christ? And has He changed your life forever?